following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. It's a fabulous football Friday edition of Mix Shots as we get you set for the final game of the 2021 preseason. Sunday at noon at AT&T Stadium, Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are coming to town. But right now, Mickey Spagnola has just returned from Ford Center where the Cowboys have practiced, <laughs> and I can't wait to get that practice report from Mickey. He has a booty full of information. How about that? That's right. I saw Everson as he walked into the star in Frisco, and I saw the life of a superstar, even in retirement, a National Football League superstar. He can't even go from his parking space into the oh, star oh, without, oh, he got stopped. without fans. And saying, hey, Cubby, Cubby, can I get a picture? You know, they get more and more devious every time. (laughs) You know, he calls me Cubby. Uh You know, he he starts name association, right? He He pulled all the strings. He thought he was a former teammate at first. One of the white friends from Hamilton Park. Yeah, right. Well, Well, uh, uh, speaking of Hamilton Park, so since this guy started on Mick Shots, he's all over TV now, too. People Uh know he's here. Hey, man. Last night, last night, he's all over the TV because of the the new coach, head coach uh, Trey Bryant, yes, uh, the first African American head coach at Bergner High School. Uh, they also they had a, a, an African American coach when I first came to Bergner, and you know the way the school system was, as you're going to integrate the young kids, African American kids, you have to have some association. So they would choose certain uh, educators uh, or, or even coaches uh, to to make that transfer as well. And so one of those transfers was Coach John Freeman. And he just happened to be my dad's teammate at Prairie View A&M. All right. So that put some real undue pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> so now what was your association with Coach Bryant? Tra- Trey Bryant was, uh, I played on that Berkner squad with his father. With his father? His father, Bubba Lee Bryant. His name's Lee Bryant. We just called him Bubba Lee. And uh, he's passed on since. Just a really cool dude. Uh, but he was the one that we beat up on because he was on JV. So my one year playing in high school, you know, he was a pra- <laughs> he was on the practice squad. So you know. But this was another instance of Hamilton Park rising. That's right. Up. That's uh, right. Trying sharpens iron, right? That, that's exactly right. Yeah. That's right. That's All good. right. So are they sharpening in any iron out on the practice? <laughs> Sharpened field today? a lot of iron out on that practice field today. You know what? It was a full practice. It Whoa. wasn't like we're backing off. Uh, to get ready for the game on Sunday since it's Friday. Uh, It was a full practice Mm -hmm. in pads. Uh, Dak was sharp as sharp could be. Another, another, and he was in full, team. Yeah, and, and he was he was throwing the ball on the run. He was throwing with velocity, uh, and looked really really good. And we'll talk more about that. Okay. Demarcus Lawrence was back on the field mm. in team for the first time, uh, and of course you know fresh legs. He's off Chilling. the line of scrimmage yeah. like he's just screaming right. Uh, so he was back out there. Uh, Malik Turner, the wide receiver, uh, full practice for the first time since he 
think it was an ankle maybe. Um, so he was out there, uh, not out there late in Vander Esch. Hmm. Um, he, there's some bug going around the locker room, and it's not COVID-related. You know, it's like, can, can anybody get sick these days without, <laughs> without it being, being COVID, COVID, right? And, and so that's been going around, and uh, he, he missed. And then Lel Collins uh, walked off after the first part of practice, and he walked off with Jim Maurer when they went to the sideline, the Cowboys' uh, head trainer. Uh, Dr. Cooper met him, and he, they talked to Dr. Cooper, and the three of them went in. And he never came back. And the only thing I saw was Jim Maurer looking at Dr. Cooper and going like this. He was patting right underneath his neck on his chest. So I don't know if that was some indication of what the problem was. Because remember, was it a week ago or so, Lil missed a couple practices? Was a, I think it was a neck issue. Mm -hmm. So it might be the front of his neck. I don't wow, know. that is not But, yeah, good. so he, he missed the, the majority of the team, uh, the team session, which was – uh, you know, somewhat troubling. Uh, and then what else? Uh, Zerline, Greg Zerline, uh, kicked again, and he went eight of nine hey, this time. Hey, so much go. more met Mickey's <laughs> approval a little bit more yeah, this time. I, I yes. feel a little bit better about that. And, and so give, give and, the yardage was? And watch uh, 33 through 49, uh -huh. and he missed from 46. But he did make 47 and 49. Um, I did see one low snap come in. The, the ball landed flat on, on the ground by the mm -hmm. holder. You still got LP on speed dial? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as usual, the one he missed, he, he hooked it left. So, uh, Doesn't matter that this guy's been in the league for a decade and been to a Pro Bowl. Oh, Mickey's got man. LP on speed dial. I'm just keeping an eye on things. Creature That's of all. He That's likes all. what he likes, Bill. That's right. So, uh, and then they they finished practice with a little bit of a walkthrough. They took the helmets off. Uh, I think the pads came off, too. And, uh, and then afterwards, when we went out on the track to do our socially distanced uh, interviews with mm -hmm. the players, uh, it looked like the majority of the guys out there were the veterans, and they were doing wind sprints. Hmm. Well, good. They're finally starting to get in shape. Get in shape, right? <laughs> it's like first day of training camp. <laughs> uh, it was like it was, and I think a little bit it had to do with just continuing to acclimate to the heat. Um, which uh, I guarantee you that wow. because because here's the deal today. I'm sure McCarthy would have loved to have been out in the heat again yes. today to get ready mm -hmm. yes. for Tampa, which is 13 days away. But a little this, bit better out there today. Well, than but, it was but this yesterday. Was, yeah, right. Yeah. But this was a open practice that fans could come to, and so it had to be indoors at Ford Center for fans to be able to observe. And mm -hmm. since the practice started at 11:15, mm -hmm. I think it was. It was an adult fan practice. Right, right. Because there weren't any kids there. Yeah. It was an adult crowd. And then it's getting to, and so I'm sure he would have liked to go on on tomorrow for the walkthrough, right? But it's indoors again. Right, it's, it's open, open again. Fans. That's right. So there'll be some kids out tomorrow. Yeah. And and they're only going for an hour tomorrow, I think. Yeah. That's, ten, ten, fifth, it's an hour earlier. It's If memory serves me right on the schedule, the practice is from 10.15 to 11.15 right. tomorrow. Because they got to clear out that's for right. the game. That's right. Because we've got, hey, Everson, we've got the Jerry Jones Classic tomorrow afternoon uh -oh. at Ford Center. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. High uh -oh. school football, Denton Ryan versus Longview. 
That's so did you my go people. to it? That's my people. So did you go to it? Yeah, a, both sides of the family yeah. from Longview. That's oh, right. Okay. That's right. All right. You'll have to come out for the Jerry That's Jones right. Classic then. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You'll have a lot of people yelling, Cubby. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of people do claim me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so did you go to a game last night? I watched one on TV. You watched it on TV. Uh, yeah. Uh, at at AT&T that? Stadium okay. last night, it was uh, South Lake Carroll and Highland Park. Wow. So Nice game. South Lake Carroll yeah. smoked them. Did well, you know, they really? they, their quarterback, Quinn Ewers, uh, declared for the draft. <laughs> he, he declared for, for college. For Highland Park? No, 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 no for, for, for South, South Lake Carroll. Lake Carroll. Okay. Number one quarterback recruit in the nation. Yes. And about a month ago, the name, image, likeness thing that now college athletes can take wow, advantage of. NFT High thing. school athletes in NFTs. Texas cannot take care, advantage of it. And so he has moved on to Ohio State. And so th- it's a great story. Where he can make money. It, yeah, right. Yeah. And and. <laughs> <laughs> and seriously, we're talking up to a million. Well, it could be even more now. I don't know, but at the time, we're talking. He had an opportunity to make up to a million dollars in endorsements, and as, he couldn't do as, it here in Texas. And he couldn't do it uh, if he wasn't in college. And well, I mean, he, and so he, he was in a position he, where he's he took, not smart if he, he took, took, Yeah, right. Maybe <laughs> he doesn't right. need to go to college. <laughs> he took. He took. He uh, was on track to graduate, and so he took one online class that he was able to take in like three weeks time got graduated and wound up showing up late at ohio state after their preseason drill started so anyway here's a great story though the the quarterback for south lake carroll uh caden anderson is his name coming off an acl injury last year he finds out a month ago he's a junior big prospect six four two hundred pounds you you watched him uh the great story about his his father, uh, he dedicated the game to his father. His father passed away a year ago this week. Oh my! Yeah, I mean, I'm rooting so so much for this kid, mm. and uh, he had, um, uh, and it was a sudden. It was he had a, a sudden, was diagnosed yeah, with a brain tumor, and three weeks later he wasn't here. Wow. And so, and so South Lake Carroll put up forty six. It was forty five twenty one. Yeah. Okay. But to Highland Park rebuilding. Yes. Yeah. In fact, their quarterback uh, from from last year, Braden Shager, uh, who's a kid that Babe Loffenberg has, he's uh, schooled in, in, to be a quarterback uh-oh, since uh-oh. he was eight years old. Um, so he, he's good in spite of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, that's, that shows some strength. Right? Braden, yeah, yeah. Braden <laughs> is at the University of Hawaii, and he is uh, the as a true freshman just got on campus this summer is the backup quarterback at Hawaii. They play UCLA, I think, this weekend. So. College, anyway. uh, and we get some college football tomorrow, right? Uh, we do. That's right. Mm. Yep. So it's all uh, starting. It's here. Ready there, to go. And, hang in and, there. And one of these days when we don't have a lot going on, I got some mix shots on that that, that likeness stuff. Oh, good. All right. Yeah. You could educate me even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know I'm all in. Seriously. There's going to be some serious unintended consequences mm-hmm. there. Yeah. For amateurs. Yeah, well, I don't. Are they still amateurs if someone's paying them? <laughs> um, Where did I see it's one of the schools? The the, the, they, the guys that are walk ons that aren't on scholarship, somebody donated money to pick it up. Was their B, pay. I think it was BYU. BYU. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, of course, the Cowboys play 
Jacksonville on Sunday, and earlier this week, Urban Meyer uh, said that he's going to play his starters. He's going to start his starters. That was when he named Trevor Lawrence as his starting mm-hmm. quarterback. Uh, and uh, I saw Bruce Arians today came out and said, and of course this is the Cowboys' opponent in 13 days, the starters are going to play the first half of their final preseason game against Houston. He says they need some game snaps. They need oh. and so uh, are they now, struggling? He also Arians also <laughs> reserved the right to change his mind. For two years they've been struggling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he reserved the right to change his mind though too. So sometimes that just that you're just getting the attention of the players in practice where you got a good couple of good practices. I think okay, he's just trying fine. to get a feel. Really. Yeah. I yeah. really think he's just trying to get but a feel here's for, the, here's, for not just his team, but for this professional Level he's on right, and for but for a lot of teams now it's not so much for Dallas and Tampa Bay because they're playing the Thursday game. I mean, these games this weekend are when you traditionally would play your dress rehearsal game right. uh, from a calendar standpoint. Two weeks away from uh, the first Sunday of the season, and so I think you're going to see more teams play starters this weekend than what you normally would see in the last preseason game. So did you bone up on your Trevor Lawrence history? So I'm, I'm can, working on it. You're I, working yep, on it. I'm working on it, yep. All right, so. <laughs> and, and you know there's a, a former Cowboy player starting for Jacksonville, Damian Wilson. That's right, that's right. Got linebacker. Went, went to Kansas City, got him a Super Bowl ring, yeah. went to the Super Bowl the next year, and then they uh, – Parted ways. You with had two them. former linebackers, uh, Hinton as well, right? Hitchens was at Hitchens yeah, Kansas, Kansas City. City. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. he got them in yeah. too. Right? And then yep. Jacksonville. Sure. Jacksonville also had Jihad Ward. Yep, He's Jihad Ward for. is earning the praise of Urban Meyer I, at I, his press conference the I other day. And I saw some former assistant coaches on their roster. And what did I do with my? Jacksonville deal. I highlighted a, a couple guys that are coaching there. The only ones I've looked at so far, uh, Daryl Bevel is their offensive coordinator, Joe Cullen, their defensive coordinator, Brian Schottenheimer is their quarterback's coach mm. and pass game coordinator. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, Mike McCarthy has a history with the Schottenheimer family. Yes, Marty, uh, he coached with him in Kansas City. You know, Mickey here is about to, Everson, he is about to interview the head coach as soon as Mick Schutz is over. You know, if he comes early, you think we show. can invite him in and we get got a, a microphone and a chair right over there for the head coach okay. if you can pull those strings oh, man. i'm glad i wore my good so, shirt that's cool. that's <laughs> jacksonville's uh, wide receivers coach sanjay lal okay uh offensive line coach and this goes way back george warhop he was a cowboys mm-hmm. offensive line coach and the guy that cowboys gave a chance a former player he was a assistant on special teams maybe two years ago carlos polk Okay. Is with Jacksonville. All right. So, so here's what I want to do. Since Mickey, you probably haven't come up with your questions for the coach yet. You probably need some help. I need some help. Okay. All right. So, he's unprepared. You can tweet me at CBS 11 Bill Jones, and uh, and maybe Mickey will take your questions for and take them to the head coach. I highly doubt it, but. I offer that service. Well, I'll let you guys make a suggestion here. What do you want to know? Because I think I only got three or four minutes. That's all? Yeah. It's it's weird because we normally would do the head coach live during the pregame show from the stadium. And so we taped it the last couple times. But it it just kind of looks weird where – we're all out at the stadium, yeah. and then all of a sudden I'm on the set interviewing Mike, and 
And so they said maybe we You're go si- okay. He's on the set here at the Star. Yeah, and so now yeah. the first two games, it didn't look as odd because uh, the team was on the road. I mean, yeah. well, the Arizona game. Yeah. So. But yeah. So anyway, well, we'll but we'll see. So uh, three, four minutes. You what do you want about know? five questions? What That's about want, five good questions. What do you right? want to know? Okay. What What's your first question? Uh, so I did this because I'm trying to prepare Mickey for it. Probably something he needs about to get his head right. You know how he something is. About that, He's always like that last, for, for some reason. <laughs> that last preseason game, you're going to take another look at Cooper Rush. Are you going to give him a decent opportunity with some of the offensive linemen actually playing with him? All right. And Everson, how would you answer that question? If I was Paul McCarthy, I would tell him to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey, that's next question. Yes. Next, next, next question. That's none of your business. Right. <laughs> um, might ask him something about how they've handled the outbreak of COVID. They did get Malik Hooker. I did say that, right? I, did, I don't know that you did, but okay. that is he's a very pertinent in, point. He's back in practice. So he's back in practice today, yes. and then they have the – Pseudo walkthrough or whatever tomorrow, right. and then so he'll be playing in the game on Sunday. But they're still going to have guys missing, and I'll probably ask him, "What do you think the you know opportunity is for the rest of the guys to get back in time before you actually start your first game week, which would be a week from today, next Friday?" You know, you don't you don't have this doesn't have to be a question. We could all look it up. But has he ever not played his starting quarterback an entire? preseason. You know, it's kind of unusual. It I really like that is. one. It really is. Well, yeah, last year. I mean, everybody starts off with yeah. no, <laughs> last outside year. Of, outside, outside of last outside year. Of last but year. everybody <laughs> didn't play their starting yeah. quarterback last year. And it didn't affect Dak because he got off to a yeah. heck of a start, yeah. right? <laughs> they were averaging 32 points a game those yeah. first five games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then I'll I'll probably ask him something about Dak, how he's looked in his first live team drills, which I know the answer. He's looked awfully, awfully well. I mean, today was really sharp with some of the throws he made. And so and, – and maybe we answer this question because it keeps coming up to me. So I know what the answer should be, but it should come from him. The question that seems to be going around is, do the Cowboys have to pull back on their offense to protect Dak's arm, or are mm-hmm. they worried about his ankle because mm-hmm. he hasn't done this? Mm-hmm. And my answer to that is, if they have to change the offense, like we're not going to throw a ball past 20 yards, or we're not going to have him roll out and throw on the run because we're worried about his ankle, mm-hmm. then he shouldn't be playing. You got to be able to go, and, and Kellen Moore tried to emphasize that yesterday. Right. He said, "We're going out to play football." That's right. That was his answer, and then I think he followed Don't hold it up anything with, back. "We're going to play ball," and, and 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 that's what they should do because if you're going to go out there and try to put reins on him, which you can't, right? He ain't gonna, he wouldn't follow those directions anyway. Mm-hmm. Then he shouldn't be out there. Like, you know, I'm not going to call a bootleg because I'm worried about him running or – and, you know, and, you, you, and I'm sure they've had the discussion about him pulling the ball down and running, right? But I think the emphasis on that is get what you can and go down because that's how he got hurt. Seven yards would have been just fine against the Giants. Well, the, the, the guy was lightweight. 
I mean, he, he had him by 20 pounds, probably. The guy that tackled him? The guy that tackled him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just the way it went down. Well, you know, and, and so and, that was his mentality. And the fact that the guy wrapped his legs around right. his to right. bring him down. And, and you know he's got to do what he's got to do to bring him down exactly. because he's undersized. Right. So he was just a, you know, he was a victim but of But now, it. I don't need the eighth yard. Seven's good. Go and, down. And see, you touched on everything that I was going to ask you. First of all, I think uh, he needs not just him, but the the offensive line, Zeke himself, they need practices like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got to get into that rhythm. I mean, this is the only time they have a chance to do it. Was it first team versus first team? Uh, early in practice it was, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And um, I wrote down some of his throws, and, boy, he, he was right on the money a bunch of times. They, 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 this is something that can also kind of uh, – uh, just kind of e- make him ease up a little bit in regards to how anxious he is. Right. Because you can feel it. You can see it on the whole shows. That's not an act. I mean, he's – and you can, you can imagine. It wasn't like he played an entire season last year and now he's starting off not getting to play in the preseason. I mean, he, had, he missed, what, 12 games, right? He missed 11. 12, 11 games. That is – that's just, you know, his blood is boiling, I'm sure. It's basically eleven and a half games. So yeah, I mean that. that so you got could, that's just you know yeah. And when the, you're the starting quarterback, and now you're making this money, you're feeling this, you're feeling that. So many different variables in regards to why these practices. I think he needs them more than anyone. But I think the the entire. I think more the offense mostly. They need this as far as the line and, and Zeke himself. You know, and and maybe the concession they make. I would think early in the game, just let him have a couple easy completions, maybe a little out, uh, you know, a little five yard, ten yard pattern. Dump the ball to Zeke, you know, They're find the come tight out end, throw a nine, the first play, the first play. Yeah, we'll show you, <laughs> right. right? Everybody back up. There is right? nothing wrong with my arm. That's right. So I, I see no concessions. Yeah, but I would think just the, come out. just the first game when you yeah. haven't played, just to get his confidence. He's ready up, to right? go. He'll well, be, well he'll it's be not ready. concessions, but you've got Zeke back here. Yeah. So, and you've got this offensive line who's raring to go forward. So, I mean, you're going to be what you're going to be. You're going to be that same team that you intended to be two years ago and, and of course, even last year uh, when uh, Zeke wasn't having such a great year before Dad got hurt. So, speaking of Zeke. Mm-hmm. How about if we speak of Zeke when we come back here speak on Mix Shots? Okay. <laughs> what, a, what a tease. It's Zeke talk when we come back in just a moment. We were just getting into it. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. 
Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back to mixed shots. The New Era Sideline Collection has landed in stores so fans can wear the same headgear as the team. Just head to the pro shop and your official store of the Dallas Cowboys Nation and get the 2021 New Era Draft Cap. Visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or online at shop.dallascowboys.com. Adversity, baby. That's right. He uh, fought through uh, it. Made it come through. Uh, I was waiting. Uh, on. I was actually Mickey, pulling for you. Mickey was reading that spot off his iPhone. That is, you don't have an iPhone, though, do you? No, I don't. That's, that's why it's you know messed how I know up. That? That's why it's messed up. When I text with him, it's a green bubble. It's not a blue, <laughs> blue bubble. That's why I know. I'm identified, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> But he was reading it off his phone, and he wasn't sure he'd be able to come through, and it was his best read the, of the, the year. The font was so, tiny, tiny, tiny. let's give credit to my new specs. I was going to say, right. you must have turned up the notch there, yeah, buddy. <laughs> they turned a notch up every year on them. <laughs> hey, you got that? They bring it in from the back, right? Yeah, Do you know up. what your prescription is? <laughs> Um, negative what? I don't. What? what because Jaquan Hardy today. Yeah, he said it was negative ne- 250 ne- or which something. Is, but he meant to say negative 2.50, I okay. guess. Yeah, he okay. said so, 250, and I'm going, yeah. ooh, that's yeah. a lot. <laughs> that's, why, that's why he's working. Who, by the way, got interviewed again. That's what I'm saying. He's, he got interviewed, yeah. and so he. Rex Specs, is that what they're called? I'm not sure. I think that's what the name of them are. Yeah. Um, and his, his nickname is One and One, right? Yeah, because of on on. Uh, ever, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> He's like the first person I've ever heard say one and one. We're going to get a heavy dose of one and one yes. on Sunday, right? Between him and, and uh, Knox. Yeah, we got one and one. Um, he kind of saved himself on the last drive. Hardy know? did or Knox? Uh, uh, a one and one. Okay, Hardy. Well, Hardy, yeah. yeah he, I mean, he was having trouble catching the ball. He was having and, trouble doing everything. Yeah, yeah. He's not very big. Not at all. And I don't think we spoke of Knox on Wednesday. Did we speak of Knox on well, we Wednesday? We mentioned him, but okay. yeah. Because I meant to mention him myself, and, and, and I couldn't remember his name, and then there he was on the show, but we didn't even include him in regards to candidates for so it, at least that Knox, third spot. Knox is 5'11", 223 from Marshall. Mm-hmm. Jaquan Hardy's 5'8", 215 he looks 5'8". from Tiffin. Yeah, he looks 5'8". Let's just. What about low center of gravity? Is that a thing? Yeah, because no, he had because he looked <laughs> like got, he had pretty big thighs. Yeah, 
New house like. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Not, maybe not quite not new house. Quite. <laughs> no, 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 no. So anyway, uh, no so that kind of leads us to our running backs, right? That, that's exactly right. And um, and by the way, Hardy from Tiffin University, there, which is a school that has produced a Pro Bowl running back in the past. Believe it or not, Tiffin. This I was like that. five years ago. Who was that? Talk to me. Chris Ivory. That's right. From Tiffin University. I wonder if he Speedster. was on that – because yeah, if I remember correctly, I think LSU played Tiffin one year as one of their non-conference games. That's typical of the SEC. And then maybe Ivory was <laughs> like on the Grambling team, or something right? like that. That's what, I, that's what I'm looking forward to with, they, o, with OU moving to the SEC. Maybe we get can start some winning some non-conference like games. Yeah. Um, they hung with them for about a quarter in the – and then uh, the people at, uh, in the stadium were getting a little bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. So yes. we set up Zeke. Yes. The Cowboys uh, restructured his contract. Hmm. And to, for Beb, people understand what they did and why they did it. Uh, they converted uh, $8.6 million of his $9.6 million base salary into a restructure bonus. So the reason they do that is to lower his cap hit for this year, uh, which uh, cleared $6.8 million, uh, off the cap, and they take the bonus that they give him and they divide it out over the length of his contract. So they divide uh, 8.6 uh, by 5, and it comes to adding $1.72 million each year for five years. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, like, add years. Everybody's like, oh, now we got him for this or that. Well, the thing it did was kill this perception that the Cowboys were ready to get rid of him. Right? I didn't know that perception was out there. Oh, oh yeah. It was because out there. You, don't, and, you don't listen to sports talk right yeah. now. And, and that's why I'm smarter. And, and you're yeah. better off for it, too, by the way. You do your own sports right, radio, right. talk radio. Uh, and here's the real reason that they created some cap space for this oh, year. Okay, now he's going to start with the fans Uh-oh. first came out. Right. Oh. right. Who's the quarterback that you want? The backup quarterback you want? The backup quarterback? Who do we want? You were talking the other day about Nick Foles. Yeah, Nick okay, Foles. Okay, so that clears some cap space. Because he said get... eight mil dead money? I think you said something like a lot of dead no, money. His is so more, more than, than that, but he's making like eight a year, though, right? He's about eight mil a year. He's eight mil a year. Right. But... Oh, no, no. The, the, the big question came out. They, they were going to trade for St- Stefan Gilmore. Yeah, okay. And it's like, yeah, that's not going to cover his base salary, by the way. <laughs> but anyway, so, so again um, – the reason they did this. Yeah, well, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Some cornerback. Why would you pay that much for a cornerback? Right. Right. It's just a cornerback. <laughs> um, they only had five million. It was just a bit more than five million in cap space, which really is not enough to finish out a season because you got sixteen guys that are going to be on your practice squad. You got to pay them their minimum for now eighteen weeks. That takes up a pretty big chunk. That'll be a couple million dollars. You have to make sure you have enough uh, in reserve that when guys go on IR, you still got to pay their salary mm-hmm. and you got to replace them on the 53. So now somebody's going to make more money. So from an operating standpoint, they like to keep eight to ten million available uh, to to get through the season. So this now gives them 12 million available under the cap. Which will get them through this year, and if you don't have to use it all, you can roll it over to next year. And you've got a couple guys that you need to would like to resign. 
You don't know if you can afford to re-sign them, mm. but if you add that to your salary cap next year, you got a chance at maybe Michael Gallup, or you got a chance at Leighton Vanderish. And the other thing it also you can, does... You can restructure many contracts. And, and they can still do a couple more if they yeah. need to uh, and if they want to. Right. But the thing that you don't want to do is add years to the contract, and that's not what they did. So uh, Zeke gets basically, instead of having to work for his money this year, he gets a check for $8.6 million right off the bat. Guaranteed. Yeah, and his base salary was guaranteed this year, mm-hmm. and it's guaranteed already next year because the guarantee was if he was on the fifty on your 90-man roster five days into this league year, it guaranteed next year. So that's what the new deal is all the time now. The, the smart agents, yeah. they're making sure the next year is guaranteed this year. So you don't get into your last year of your contract, which is what happened to um, the cornerback at Miami. Xavier um, Howard. Zavin Howard. His, his guarantees were running out this year. So it didn't matter what his base salary was next year. It wasn't guaranteed. Right. So his agent really made a mistake because the Mahomes contract started this where you it's it's evolving, right? This year covers next year. Next year covers the year after that on guarantees. So you never want to, and so Howard is stuck. But they redid his they contract. They did redo it. They okay. did, and that's why he said he was underappreciated. You know, it was like uh, uh, Byron Jones was making more. Yeah, he had 13 years was 11. Right. I mean, give me a break. But what he was worried about was the next year because he had a big well, he had salary. Ten picks in Byron yeah. Yeah. Zero. And zero. So yes. let's kind of use that. Un- underappreciated. Right. <laughs> so when you sign that contract, you ought to look at that stuff and right. don't get into a point where the guarantees run out and then next year's base salary is like sixteen million mm-hmm. because if anything happens. You don't have a good year, or you get hurt. They would they would get out of it for no dead money. That means that Zeke is gonna carry the heck out of that ball. Oh yeah, this season you, he's gonna earn his keep. They might keep him in, keep him in on more at all third of, downs. At all, they of, might even make him punt protect. At all, of let's of just make sure we get it all. All of twenty six years old too. By the way, twenty six. He got here at twenty. He's gonna have a good year. Yes. He's going to have a good year. I truly believe he's going to have a good year. That's going to be- take a load off of everyone. So, anyway, that's, uh, that's kind of the why Zeke they report. did it. That's the Zeke report. Mm-hmm. So, the, the why they did it as far as this year's salary cap has nothing to do with going out and purchasing <laughs> a high-dollar backup, backup veteran. Back, backup you know the thing we've forgotten? They still could. They don't have to get well, foes. No. They could, that's right. If they, yeah. can, if they can get a deal like they did last year with Dalton – where it was it was uh, three million base and the rest of it that's was enough. incentives have that, enough that now. you would pay the next year you could do that you yeah can do it now. but you know, the, actually it does give them the the option now of doing that because yeah. as you pointed out you need operating cap space right because you're going to have injuries you're going to have back and forth flow from the you know guys get hurt and you got to replace them even with minimum wage guys you, you got to have enough to operate and, and the so cap you need that I'm sorry, and the cap right now is just the top 51. So now you got to add two more base salaries or two more uh, salary cap hits to it. Hey, Spat, fingers crossed, Cowboys might sign a former Texas high school quarterback, and Bill would be the happiest man <laughs> in the world. 
<laughs> he can just spouse all kind of can they bring in information yeah. about it. What's the guy's name? Ewers? Ewers? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, bring him in now. Why is he got to go to Ohio right, State? Right. I, um, and the, you factor in the practice squad on that too. That's what and I the said. Injured reserve yeah, and every, everything. It because goes the salaries, the weekly salary for the practice squad guys has gone up. Uh, so yeah, you gotta you gotta make sure you have enough operating capital to get through the season. I mean, you just factor in. Let's in the past it's been like seventy five grand uh, for the 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 annual compensation for a practice squad player over yeah, seventeen to, weeks. Yeah, I yeah. mean, even if you just factor, and some get more than that because they want to make sure they don't get picked off by another. Or if team. they try to get picked off, they, they up, up their it, pay. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's just average it out at a hundred thousand. For each of them. Yeah. I mean, there's six, 16 man practice squad, and you have some veteran guys who will be making more on the practice squad because there's some competition going on that they want to have that guy in reserve. Well, that's $1.6 million right there for just for your practice squad that you need. Yeah, absolutely. So, so. It, it takes up. Uh, and by the way, hmm. so we talk about this backup quarterback thing, and, you know, the Cowboys, uh, they got lucky, but Cooper Rush. Wasn't the backup quarterback here 2017, 2018, and 2019, by the way. So somebody trusted him. Now, he only had to throw three passes over three years, right? <laughs> right. And I think all three of them came in 2017. He, he was one for three. Uh, but he had been their backup quarterback. And, you know, the previous regime thought, okay, well, he's our guy. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see what happens, but this is going to be a significant game for him. He's going to have to come out, and he's going to have to duplicate what he did last Saturday. I'm not saying he's got to throw two touchdown passes, but he's got to show that he's comfortable, that he 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 can run the operation, get the plays in and out, and you know Mike's big on cadence, and you know make sure his cadence is right, and and just feel comfortable running the offense. Uh, I, I like – he just looks strong in the pocket. He looks stronger than Gilbert. He looks stronger than, than – His than, feet are quiet. Is, is Does that, that make sense? Well uh, – He's not like – That's good. That, yeah. that means he's that got – yeah. <laughs> That's my herky-jerky. Wait, that's that's my uh, – Was that a left-handed or right-handed quarterback? I don't know. It's just that's, <laughs> that's my young my young Diggs impersonation, right? That, that was a no-handed quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it, it, he looked – he just looked bigger. He looked like he was more in control. And like you said, you can tell by the footwork uh, how comfortable you are. That means you know exactly where you're going. Your progressions are as timely as your throws. And that's what you want. You want, you want to make sure that timeliness is there. And that's why I think that, you know, whatever, you know, Tyron Smith, I think, also uh, wasn't out there for much. I think he had the bug, too. Okay. Uh, but, you know, y- you probably got to have Biotish at center. Um, you're going to have Connor uh, McGovern at one guard. You Williams would love to have Connor Williams, but he's probably still out with on the COVID list. Um, so, yeah, as much as support you can give him, put it out there so Let's be give real, him a guy. chance. Tampa is going to bring it. That D line, well, the front seven is amazing. Right, they are just amazing. So we we need to be prepared. I mean, we need to be at our, our best, not just physically, but but ready to by to the, make this happen in Tampa. By the way, they added to their defensive line in the draft their first draft pick thirty. 
one or two overall was Joe Tryon, who is an edge rusher as well, and he's got some good reports this preseason. Yeah. Hmm. So that's why that's why that backup tackle position is so important because it's ruined this offense for last three or four years, right? They didn't have anybody that can step in and just it really KC. do a good job. It hurt KC. Yeah, and, and we saw that, Yeah, right? we saw that. When everybody talks about Tampa's defense, oh, yeah, they tore Mahomes up. No, that offensive line was That's a what mess. happened. Yeah. He had no time. Which is no why time. they spent so much this offseason on getting that Kansas City offensive line. Back in shape, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. with Absolutely. new players. So. I'll be interested I how they're they going to how they're going to play it, but they started off with the backup tackles being Ty Naseki left and Terrence Steele right. But these last two weeks, it's been Terrence Steele left, Ty Naseki right. And if we've watched the games, Naseki has struggled. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been, and then at times Terrence Steele gets overpowered still. But he's better. You know, last year, he, what rookie free agent, undrafted uh, from Texas. Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Yeah. And he just wasn't strong enough. Uh, And so they finally said, okay, we can't do this anymore. Zach Martin, you're you're the right tackle. We'll put Connor McGovern at right guard. Well, to me, if that happens again and whoever that guy is struggles – Zach Martin's out there. This time. This time. Yeah, they wouldn't do it last because year. Because they, they have confidence in Connor McGovern that he's ready to play in the NFL. And, and he's had a good training camp. So if well, my of course I'm pulling for the free agent. I'm if my right stuff. guard, if my right guard is better than my backup left tackle, then I think you gotta make that move. Right. The, the key word there is better. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So how does what we've seen this past week with the little COVID issues here on the team, how does it affect their cut-down date at a position group, their, their cut-downs at a position group like offensive line where you need to make sure that and, – and for teams across the league, in right. fact. All right. Yeah, you can have a guy on a practice squad that you can call up, but especially at offensive tackle. There just aren't very many offensive no. tackles in this league. And I was looking so at don't the you cut have, list. Don't you have to keep – Two Both. offensive tackles yes. on your 53? Yes. Absolutely. And Both. every team in the league is going to be doing that. Both of those guys, they got to keep both of them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And now with the Connor Williams thing up in the air, like they were going to force it that he was going to be the backup center. Well, the only other guy on this team that has snapped the ball last year, even in college, was their seventh-round pick, Mac Forniak. Mm-hmm. So I think they got to keep him. Because without without <laughs> Williams, uh, he's the next guy, and he's the guy that's been taking the snaps on the second team. Oh, really? So you might. So have to you're looking him. at you're looking at, uh, or as it stands right now, assuming they don't make a trade for, you know, they they do have some positions of strength right. where they could swing a trade and get a a backup tackle. Um, but you're, so you're looking at outside of the starters, steel. Inseki, Brandon Knight, and Farniok. Right. right, and McGovern. And, and, and McGovern. So you got that ten. Nine? Is that, that that'll be ten that's offensive ten? linemen. And there. that's usually what you would like to do. And then you keep your eye on the waiver wire. But you know what? I've been watching the cuts. Not a lot of guys that you would recognize their name at tackle get released. So how many right, tackles right. do we have within the entire group? Well, potential, so there would, you would have tackles. three back. Knights played tackle before, and you got the other two in, in Secchi Steel and Steele. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Zach Martin can slide out. Right. So I think, yeah, that's going to force you to do it. Now, the other thing is when you put guys on the COVID list, um, 
they don't count against your 53 if they're still on it. So you would buy yourself some time if indeed that took place. But I would think just judging from the way this thing's going by next Friday, these guys should be cleared. Uh, and and ready to go. And I'm sure the Cowboys are darn well hoping they are. And Josh Ball, the fourth round. And then you got to decide tackle. what you're going to do with him. Because and what's his position? The offensive he's, tackle. He's the guy Marshall. that should have been challenging for that swing. He started his job. college career at Florida State, and then he wound up uh, having to transfer to Marshall. To Marshall. Yeah. And fourth round remember, draft. Yeah, pick. of course. I remember, yeah. yeah. And, but we didn't see him at all in the preseason. We saw him the first week and a half, maybe, of right. training camp, and then okay. he suffered a high ankle sprain. And so I he just did. saw I him that. finally back, like out at practice in t shirt and shorts, and he was starting to do some cord things. So maybe. So he's, my question is on that. Okay. And you don't it is a, lose him. It is a long season, too. Yes. So he's going to, unless, unless you're going to place him on IR and he's out for the year, but you, you keep his rights. That, right? okay. but, you have to, but you have to be on the 53 the first day no, no, no. to get back. No, I'm not. No, no I'm saying unless you unless right. you just want to make it a redshirt year right. for him, and you put him on IR for the whole year, and you can't bring him back. He's got to go on the like fifty-three. We don't want to do that, I, considering and, and, the fact that we need. He could be a, your guy in the second half of the year. If that, who is your exactly. your so guy? So it might your, your come guy, down. Your left tackle. It might That's come right. down yeah. to keeping Ball or keeping Brandon Knight. If you're only going to keep ten. You would because because um, Forniak has worked at guard, and, but, but, he, and he did, play and guard. that could be one of the classic cases, or Inseki, but for that matter, right? Where here's what you do: yes, you keep Ball on the fifty-three, you cut the veteran guy, okay, uh, and then the next day you put Ball on IR, which you can bring him back at some point in the season. You re-sign Inseki, and then Brandon Knight needs to learn how to snap the ball. If he could, yes. <laughs> right. So no, and and they've done that before. Remember, it was a uh, I forgot what year it was. They did that with Kellen Moore. Okay. They they cut him, and then because he was a vested veteran and he didn't have to go through waivers, and they told him, "Don't go anywhere. We're going to resign don't, you." Don't do, yeah. You know, and you got to. I guess you got to have a level of trust there. Right? What was the what was the uh, what was the limit? Give me the the the, the time frame where he was vulnerable. What's, what, one week. Twenty four hours. Twenty four yeah. hours. 24 hours. But, but as far as the veteran, uh, uh, having your, your uh, veteran contract uh, oh. guaranteed, it's the first week of the season. But if you're on that first week. So, yeah, they yeah. could do that with Inseki, uh and and not guarantee his one-year deal and just tell him, okay, we're going to bring you back. Now, who knows? If somebody's really desperate, they might. Yeah, they're going to be. They're watching the wire. They, they yeah, might say, well, I'll, I'll, I'll pay you $3 million exactly. a year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so you have to be careful. There's a definite risk there, yeah. for sure. The Cowboys knew Kellen, Kellen Moore wasn't going anywhere. He he wanted to be here. Uh, but they, they they did pull that off that one year. And you mm-hmm. can do it, but you got to be a 4 That's why I wanted to know the duration, because guy. it had to be yeah. nail-biting. Right. <laughs> Waiting 24 hours to see if they can know, in, in order to do that, you have to feel really good about Terrence Steele that first week. Right. Okay. Uh, and, um, and especially now, we've got to figure out what's wrong with Dale Collins. And there have been reports it was a stinger. A stinger? Yeah. Oh, okay. But if you're having recurrent stingers, that can be an yes. issue, too. You yes. know? Well, Absolutely. that just lets you know they were, they were going at it. 
Right. I mean, they were just going pretty hard. Right. That's. I think that happened in 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 some of that uh, two on two pass rush drill because he was out there to start. And then how intense was that? Walked. Oh, they. Were, yeah, because those drills are usually more good. intense than the team yeah. team drills. Hey, Everson, we're playing football That's here. Right, we're getting baby. ready to play a football talking season. About, we're playing ball. Right. That's physical out. We're playing ball today. <laughs> All right, uh, we take a break, and hopefully Mickey can be around for the rest of his show, and Mike McCarthy doesn't show up for his pregame and just interview. walk in here, and we can start the interview <laughs> and, right away. Uh, and so that's sort of the way Darren Woodson did last week, right? That uh, that is uh, something we can look forward to. Will the head coach join mix shots here in just a moment? <laughs> Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run Package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Mickey Spagnola with his next read coming at you in three, two, one. Does your Cowboys fandom go beyond the game? The NFL Fan of the Year contest is back, and we're relaunching the search for one extraordinary Cowboys fan who is a positive influence and inspire others through the love of the game. Nominate yourself or your friend, anybody, for a chance to win a trip to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. Nominate today at DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year. All right. Man, that was a behind-the-scenes version. Now, wait. You want to know? The, the email that I had had five attachments, and it was one for all the different shows, and I chose door number three, and it was right. <laughs> wow, he is on today, isn't he? Man, go play the lottery, dude. Yeah, right? Yeah, go play the lottery. You're on today. And here's my extraordinary fan of the day. Gary Jackie Flash asked hmm. a question on Twitter of Mickey. 
Was Cedric Wilson's catch for 21 yards the best Dak pass in 11-man drill today? It absolutely was, and it was a heck of a catch by Cedric Wilson, too, by the way. It was talk to me. In cut, deep in cut. It was he was coming, if I remember, kind of across the back of the end zone, mm-hmm. and he hit him right at the end line. And uh, Wilson went up and made the catch and tiptoe. Number one did it. Which playmaker, by the way, dude, playmaker. I told you he like, explained. He, he explained his number change from eleven to one, and they asked him about it, and he said, "Well, when I saw him draft Micah Parsons, I knew." Eleven was probably his choice, and he goes in. By the way, my number in college was one, so everything one was that's way easy. cooler than eleven yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He probably. It, I it can't probably believe one matter. was available. It I was mean, a kick. Was it the kicker? Kicker number one. I don't remember. Year? Somebody had one last year. So speaking, but it of wasn't one, avail- Those weren't available because remember they changed the number of course, designations. I yeah. Uh, I, I was going to ask. What was the deepest pass thrown by Dak in the drill? He threw a nine route. He threw a nine. And he did yesterday or two days ago, uh, right on the button to Dalton Schultz. Both? Uh, Yeah. Schultz running a nine? Yeah. Well, Hmm. he was downfield. He wasn't a nine, but that was the deepest pass I'd seen him. Like a seam route? I'd seen him throw. Um, Schultz getting down the field, man. Yeah. And and Jarwin had a couple catches for him today. So, yeah. That's my dude. Jarwin is my guy. I can't wait to see him come back. Sure. Pick I to think click. his injury uh, was extremely devastating for yeah. the team as well. And and they'll, they'll use that two tight end, which, by the way, if, They're we're, both amazing. if we want to go back to having to use a swing tackle, let's just go two tight ends. That's right. You give that guy some help. Now, I always had concerns about the blocking, uh, in Jarwin's case especially. Yeah. I wonder if he's gotten better. I know you probably haven't been paying attention, but – you know, I know he's no witten in regards to tackling, but blocking. They're uh, blocking, but they're going to need uh, they're going to need him to stick his head in there, and he just a few bad uh, penalties. I think two years ago they really kind of hurt us. Yeah, I think it he's, became a he's pattern. Improved on that, and yeah. then Schultz is probably a little bit better block. Yes. Actually, they really like McEwen. Uh, as that third guy, but that's another guy, Bill. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, can you get him on the 53? Because you would like three tight ends, but that high ankle sprain, he's probably not ready in two weeks. So that's interesting at tight end because you got a guy like Jeremy Sprinkle, right. who's been with Washington for several years, a veteran guy. Uh, could that be another one of those situations well, where. You know what? We saw a snap the other day that they used a tackle when they wanted to go two tight ends. Mm hmm. So you can always do that. And the tight end thing ties into your fullback from Argyle. Mm-hmm. You know, Nick Ralston. Mm-hmm. Can, can you keep three tight ends and a fullback? Or can you keep four tight ends and no fullback? So that's and then another at, thing. And running back, play you're within. down Dowdle now. Right. And so are you, will these other guys step up to make a. Yeah. A, or do you. Scan the waiver wire exactly. on the running back position the and, and weigh what's on the waiver wire against Hardy and uh, Knox. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's possible on Tuesday, it's possible they would just have, they could on Tuesday has have two running backs that are on the final, on the 53. Right. Not fullbacks. Just and, 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 and I'm including fullbacks including in that. Including fullbacks. Just, they could have just Zeke 
and Tony Pollard, not with the intention they're going into game day with just that, you know, or game week with just that. The next day, uh, they make their adjustments with who they got to place on IR, opens up a spot where you bring back the fullback, you get the, the uh, a running back or whatever. It, there's, But every team in the league is going through the same yes. uh, juggling act. So who was one last year? Uh, or was there a one? A, a nice wonder. Nice wonder. Yeah, I was right. The, the punter. Yeah. Hunter the punter. So can we all agree that uh, Amari Cooper is the man? Yes, he is the man. Freaking amazing, dude. He is amazing. I mean, this guy, I call him the Allen Iverson. He's just, you know, and I know I'm stepping on some some OU toes. But uh, <laughs> C.D. Lamb could learn a lot from him. And you could and see he's trying to he learn a lot from him. Yeah. Because one thing I noticed about they start talking different techniques. And you could see the difference in uh, a lot of C.D. Lamb's uh, Twitter in, uh, videos. He likes to approach you straight up. He never takes a side. He, it's almost as if he waits for you to commit and then he, he goes. But he's waiting for you as a defensive back to commit. With Cooper, he always attacks at an angle, mm-hmm. no matter what. Never straight up. And he creates that with his footwork. I, I'm, I'm very happy you brought that up here in the last five minutes of the show because the playmaker Michael Irvin is going to be in the broadcast booth on very Sunday good. at noon. And he actually has worked with the Jacksonville receivers uh, during training camp or in the offseason. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they've got one kid from DeSoto, LaVisca Chenault, who uh-huh. uh, was a second-round draft pick last year. Um but I'm going to make sure that we dive into that very stuff with Michael about Cooper and Lamb, what can Lamb learn from Cooper and, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, t- and tell Michael that I said hopefully he can make a noon start. <laughs> yeah. Tell him to start back working out. He's getting a little thickish. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, he's flying around the country. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got a lot of No, that'll be a good one because if you watched Hard Knocks with uh, Cooper trying to show Lamb the footwork, and he kept – and it was his, after his first practice in, in team. That's right. And he said, i got to get my feet right. He did. And that's, that's his big deal. I've, Which I, is – I'm glad you also said that because I'm so tired of everybody going, well – I don't think the Cowboys can afford Gallup and Cooper, and they might have to get rid of Cooper. It's like, why would you get rid of the guy that caught 92 passes last <laughs> from, year? From, like, three different quarterbacks who – I mean, when you look at the star, – let's not even get started on that. I'm never mind. It's like, I know he costs $20 million a year, but that's the price to pay for a guy that can catch 92 passes for 1,100 or 1,200 yards. His career high. Yes. His career high. I've got a question for you to ask the coach. What's that? Ask him um, if uh, there's somebody on this roster who he thought didn't have a chance of making <laughs> <laughs> didn't have a chance of making the 53. Who's going to make the 53? Uh, what, what was his response again? Uh, I can't remember. He, 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 this is a joke, right? right. I'm, I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's man. like, Mike, let's try this one again. <laughs> that's why they treat you reporters like that. That's yeah. why they, well, I mean, that's why they make you walk the whole stadium though, to get where you're going. That would be a great question. <laughs> the, the best questions, there's no way they're going to answer. Right? You know? Yeah, exactly. But he, but he just wasn't talking about uh. this one. So we're doing this again next Tuesday, which is the cut-down day. Ooh, okay. 3 o'clock. We might have to petition to go a little extra. 
So we're going from two to three on Tuesday. Yeah, we're doing okay. Tuesday, Thursday, two to three next week. Tuesday, Thursday, <laughs> yeah, two to three. Are we doing this alternating until the season starts? Okay, then they're going to read. So then after Labor Day, which will be well, Labor Day will be nearly game day. Yeah. So we we're figure re- out we're readjusting. Yeah, we'll I, figure I think, out. I think we we've got Tuesday of that week. Okay. And then I think there's a combined show on Wednesday. Are you going to the game? Uh, That has not been determined. I am going to the game. You are? Yep. Okay. I'm going to Tampa. You have to, fly. and I got to be back here by three o'clock on Friday to do a coach's show. You got to, you got to fly there on your own, or are you on the, on the no, on on. You better on not our come own. back with a tan and let us know you. <laughs> yeah, right. You work at all. So let's just be clear about that. Yeah. So, what were my questions for Mike? Tell me, review. <laughs> uh, what did we say? Uh, how many times has he uh, not played a quarterback the entire preseason? Yeah, that's right. Other than and last, then, and then, other than last, other year. than last year, and you have one, Bill. What was the What was the first one? That was the first one. Uh, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I like the fifty. I'm stuck on my fifty-three man roster. <laughs> we were going to talk about Cooper Rush. That, uh, there you go. What What he needs to show. Uh, Cooper Rush. One last one. One last thing. Do they need another practice? Such as these last two, going into the last week of preseason. So, I in think fact, since they're playing Sunday, I bet Monday and Tuesday are off days because you don't want to get anybody hurt that course. you're going to cut, right? Of course. And you may try to wait to the last minute to cut guys because you want to get hope they get through waivers and and sign them to the practice squad the next day. Well, and think yeah, and think about this. What do you, what did we normally see teams do when they played their last preseason game mm-hmm. on a Thursday and mm-hmm. then you're going into game week on Monday, you would give them 3, three days, days off. off. Right. So so let's say you gave them off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which right. would be like the old Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Come in Thursday. You come in Thursday meetings. and you get them out there on the field doing stuff whatever. Right. And then Friday is is like a Monday, right? And so, and Saturday is like a Tuesday, and then maybe you practice. So one of those two days is a day off, right? And then and then, and then went and, and then your start of your game week is Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and so, then so you're flying. What's the pace then? What's the pace? What's oh, the, I, I what's would, the practice pace? You get, do you get another one of those? I, I think I think it will de- depend on if he thinks they need to put the pads on. Because remember, you only get so many padded practices yeah. a year. Yeah, a and it starts and that starts the game it's week one. Game week one. So right. it would start next Friday. Right. So whatever you do that first week, if you put the pads on, that's one. I think it was. And, and once again, eleven not, or thirteen. It, something. It's like not that. just the rules, but. Uh, are you going to overdo it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you have to make sure your legs that part are underneath you, right. right? I mean, of course, God forbid something happens. Oh, man, what are you doing practicing this hard? <laughs> you know how we are. Mm-hmm. We, right. You know, hindsight's 2020. So, yeah, absolutely. That is something you just always have in the back of your mind. Let me tell you something. Heat is not going to be a problem for this team getting ready to play in Tampa. Heat's not going to be a problem. It's going to be plenty hot here next week <laughs> yeah. for them to get or continue to be exactly. very, very hot That's here right. next week. So, yeah, not too many days off then, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or at least get them out there running, you know, if nothing else. Uh, and, and do your walkthroughs outdoors, uh, so they're they're used to the heat. Uh, now the humidity is a different thing in Tampa. Yep. I mean it's been bad here, but I would think uh, 
it it's suffocating could, there. It could and it could get worse with Ida on the way. Oh, that's right. Hurricane Ida hitting the New Orleans area on Sunday morning out here. Yeah. So just to be clear, yes, Tuesday, two o'clock. Tuesday, that's two o'clock. That's the plan. Yes, to, to three plus. To three plus, <laughs> unless we push it back to two thirty. But I'm sure at three o'clock they'll announce the cuts. All right. So that does it for this edition of Mix Shots. Can't wait to see Countdown to Kickoff and Mickey's interview with the head coach, which will be at 11 a.m. on Sunday. See, Deep Blue would be at uh, 10 a.m. and then Countdown to Kickoff at 11. And Michael Irvin joins Babe Laufenberg and me in the booth for the game at noon. Very good. And uh, Deep Blue is War Stories that oh, that's right. made a debut last night's pretty darn good yep. story about the draft all right and you didn't I hate you, the draft you didn't make it <laughs> the conversation god i hate the, the draft. conversation with gilbrand on i'm mad at gil too still mad at gil not to draft cubby <laughs> how did you have 12 draft choices and not take 12 oh my goodness he's a local guy we can just get him in yeah, yeah. Right, down yeah. yeah. right down the street yeah. Yeah. larry yeah. brown story that's exactly. right all right they included in war stories too, all right by the way. Good. Okay, that does it for Mix Shots. Have a great weekend, everybody. All and right. go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?